0: Romans in chapter 6. We'll be there in a minute. <clears throat> oh, Larry's here. All right. Hey. <laughs> hey, we've been talking trash about you, man. <laughs> All right. Romans in chapter 6. That's why went long because we were waiting on him. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, We are on page 77 in our notes. And we are starting lesson number four. You forgot your book? Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Lesson number four. And we we started talking about this last week. Um, But uh, the first question is, Can I lose my salvation? Uh, Your first blank here. Sometimes uh, after a person trusts Christ uh, Christ as Savior, they begin to worry that maybe something they do wrong will make them lose the promise of eternal life. Now, I want to say that this is something that there are a lot of really, really good people that disagree with this, okay? And, and you know, there are... I want to I be really, really careful how I say this. There are a lot of things that I'll fight over, but this is not one of them. Now, I have my position... I believe that it's right. And then obviously the author of this book believes it as well. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some arguments tonight why I think that this position is right. Okay? <clears throat> so let me, let me do the next blank. Well, the next two blanks. And then I'll, I'm going to explain to you, hopefully in detail, uh, of one of the reasons why I believe this position to be correct. Thankfully, it is not possible... To ever lose your salvation, and here's why. Okay, the next blank. God's gift is forever. Okay. Now, I wanna I wanna spend some time talking about this because this is a this is a big thing for a lot of people. Um. Uh, I have on multiple occasions in the last 12 years uh, sat down with people who um uh, have come to me and say, pastor, uh, I feel like I have, I have lost my salvation. And this is a, this is a really, really big problem. Why, why, why you tell me why, why can this be a big problem for people? If you, if, if somebody feels like they're going to lose, if somebody feels like they lost their salvation, why is that a big problem? Okay. Um, okay. They, they, they feel like they have to work for it. Okay. Joe. Okay. So insecurity would be a huge part of it. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And, and, and I hear that. I hear that. Well, what if I didn't get it right the first time? OK, um, what, what else is a big problem with this? That means they don't, they don't OK, it, it could it could be that they don't fully understand. But I, I guess where I'm going with this is if somebody feels like they have lost their salvation, are they going to pray? Yeah. Are they going to read their Bible? I mean, it's it's going to affect them in every, every area of their life. They, and, and they cannot be victorious in their in their walk with the Lord. So ultimately, what's going to happen to them? They're exactly they're going to backslide. They're going to they're going to regress, if you would, in their walk with the Lord. So <clears throat> the way I want to I want to talk about this because I believe that this is an important element in our walk with the Lord. <clears throat> I want to talk about, and I want to zero in on the word gift. Have you ever heard a commercial say, call now for your free gift? No. Oh. <laughs> Operators are standing by. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, <laughs> now let, let me ask you a question. Is what they are trying to do or, or is what they're trying to send you really a free gift no what 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 is it that they want they want your name your address your telephone number your social security number they want they want information about you so the gift that they're sending you is not free the gift that god offers us is a free a free gift. Now, I have another question for you. <clears throat> Can a gift have strings attached? Okay, okay, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I just heard three answers. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I, I heard yes, no, and maybe. <laughs> okay, that by definition a gift can have no strings attached period if if there is anything that is remotely attached to a gift it ceases to be a gift okay <clears throat> Romans hopefully you're there by now Romans chapter 6 in verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but what? The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, <clears throat> I can talk about a lot of things here, but I just, I want to single out the word gift. For God so loved, say it if you know the verse, John 3:16. For God so loved the world. That He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The word "gift" here literally means a free gift. It doesn't. It, it, it in no way, shape, or form has any implication. Of any string attached to it. All God has asked mankind to do is to receive the gift. So uh, Merriam Webster Dictionary says this <clears throat> uh, it, it defines a gift this way something voluntary. Uh, transferred by one person to another without compensation. That's a secular definition. The spiritual is even more emphatic. So let me ask you a question. There are, within Christendom, there are primarily three Theological um, schools of thought. There you go. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> you have uh, Calvinism, Arminianism, and uh, Biblicist. Okay. Now I, I talked to somebody one time. Um, this has been about about eleven years ago. Some a man and his wife came to our church. <clears throat> And they were actually a part of our church for quite some time, <clears throat> but they moved away. Uh, but sitting in his living room, he he asked me, he said, "Are you a Calvinist or an Arminianist?" I said, "I'm neither one. and And this was this was his answer. No, you have to be one or the other. Okay, now, most of you, <clears throat> I lost you on the two terms, Calvinism and Arminianism, okay? Let me kind of define what those two are simply. Okay, they're, they're both much more complex. But simply put, Calvinists believe that God, in eternity past, chose who would and would not be saved. And those individuals have no choice in the matter. And if somebody wants to get saved who was not chosen to be saved, cannot get saved. That's what they believe. Calvinism, okay? <clears throat> okay. Again, this is a very simple definition. Again, I can, it can go anyway, we don't have time for that. Arminianism teaches <clears throat> that again, a very simple definition of Arminianism is just the opposite of Calvinism that anybody can get saved but we can lose our salvation. So, <clears throat> a Biblicist, and that, this is where I, I try, I, my goal is to fall in the Biblicist category or track of thought, believes that the gift that God offers is to all men because is that not what he says? Christ died for who? He did not die for his chosen few. He died for mankind. And if we understand this very simple word, gift, then I think, and and there's many other arguments, but I'm just saying, this this one word here really puts into context that... When Christ died, he died for mankind. Did, did, did he expect mankind to live perfect lives after they're saved? No. no. He, he knew. He knew that we would mess up. And that's why we have 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We are going to mess up. <clears throat> I have, and I, I, I'm going to say this, I have some dear friends, and I, I use the word in plural, that <clears throat> believe you can lose your salvation. And... One of the things that will make you feel like you have lost your salvation is what? Sin. Separation. Okay? When we have sin in our lives, can we not feel separated from God? Absolutely. I think I said this last week. You feel like your, your prayers are bouncing off the ceiling. I've been there. But see, he his promise is that he will give us eternal life <clears throat> if there were strings attached to it and we had to stay in fellowship with him. You know, our, our salvation was conditional on the fact that we don't mess up, then would it really be a gift? I, I don't believe it would be because the gift that is mentioned in John chapter 6 verse 30 uh, 23 has absolutely zero strings attached to it and it also mentions eternal life. So <clears throat> having said that <laughs> I, I, I want I felt I felt it important, to talk about this because oftentimes we we can confuse fellowship with God and our eternal security with God. Okay, I just got a blank look. Clear as mud. mud. Okay, what do I mean by fellowship with God? Okay, you, you tell me what I mean by that. Our everyday walk. Okay. Okay, so when we have sin, what does it do with our relationship with God? It breaks it. Now, how many How many of you are parents? Raise your hand. Okay, most of us are parents. <clears throat> have you ever had a kid, one of your children, do something that broke your heart? We've all had that. Okay, those of you that are <laughs> those of you that still have little ones, yeah, your time's coming, okay? <clears throat> but eventually, I promise you, I, I hate to say this, because, but it's true, your child's going to let you down. Now, does that child ever cease to be your child? Now, you want to strangle him, right? <laughs> You're going <gonna die. laughs> to die, kid. You know, Um <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, okay. The relationship is never changed. okay? The father, the father or the parent-child relationship cannot change. Even if that child goes to prison, that relationship cannot change. Now, can the can the fellowship of the relationship change? absolutely see you cannot sever the fact that that child is yours now you want you can disown them you can do everything but it is impossible to alter the fact of the parent child relationship period but on the other side <clears throat> you may not have that fellowship with them they they you know Hey, I, there's a lot of guys in prison. I know, I've met them, who their families have absolutely written them off. It happens. Now, what, what I, I, I never ask what they do, you know, so I don't know why they're in prison. But they're all innocent. <clears throat> yeah, but they're all innocent, right? Um, but my point is this. There's a fellowship problem but it never alters the fact of the parent-child relationship. And it's a great picture of what happens in our lives. We can... We can have sin in our lives that can cause us to question whether or not God still loves us. Does God's love ever change? No. No. Now we may question it, just as a a child may question if a parent still loves them. But it cannot alter the fact of the child-parent relationship. When a person is saved, they are adopted into the family of God, thus creating the parent-child relationship. I want to I want to share one more thing, and then we'll we'll move on. <clears throat> in the state of Nevada, and it's like this in most states in the, of the United States. In the state of of Nevada. If you want to write your children out of your will, you can do it. You can you can give them nothing. But if you have an adopted child, you cannot do that. That is that is that is a law that goes all the way back to the Old Testament. And I believe it is a picture that God put in the Old Testament law for New Testament believers to understand the relationship that we have when we are adopted into the family of God. Because we can never, God by His own law, can never sever that relationship. Isn't that an awesome picture? <clears throat> anyway, uh, any questions before we move on? Boy, you guys are being nice to me tonight. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> yes. So I have one thing. To say. Uh, oh. So that same kind of thing then for, say, like, like that, for uh, part of the the uh, I I don't I I don't know if that would apply for a messianic Jew. Uh it it might, but it, it would be the same it would be the same application for a messianic Jew that gets saved because they're adopted into the family, not because of their their birthright, but because of their their receiving the gift. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, right. <clears throat> uh yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that they are they get any uh, special attention so to speak because they are born Jewish but the fact that they just received the gift of Christ then that at that point they're adopted into the family so does that does that help okay <clears throat> anybody else okay all right let's go ahead and go back to our book here uh, God's gift is forever when God gives a gift it's for keeps. Uh, this the gift of salvation uh, is the gift of eternal life. Uh, look at John. <clears throat> John chapter ten verse twenty eight, And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, and neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Let's go ahead and read uh, verse 29. And uh, my Father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. So let me let me illustrate to you how how I illustrate to a small child. Well, really, to really anybody who gets saved. What this is, what this picture is, is a picture. It, it literally says that when a person gets saved, they are placed in the hand of Jesus. Okay. and he says, uh, uh, well, let's read again. And I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish and uh, uh, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My father, which is greater than than all, uh, uh, and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. So we are in Jesus's hand when we are saved. We are then placed in God's hand. And it says, and he is greater than all. No man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. So, is it possible then for uh, anybody to pluck somebody out of, or even Satan? Can anybody take you away from God? Okay, I, I, I shared this illustration with somebody one time and they said, well, that may be true, but if I want to jump out of his hand, I can. And I thought, well, that would be really stupid. But, 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 but the, the, the principle is, no, you can't. Once you've received the gift, you're placed in Jesus's hand, who is placed in the Father's hand. It is secure. Yes. I used exactly the same argument with my brother. We were raised in the Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And then we switched over to the acceptance of God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all right. <laughs> because our church was a so, so, anyway, that's what I Anyway, so I went back to the Baptist Church. Um, Obviously. The same argument. Um, I used that same Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and and I've heard I've heard heard that argument as well. Right. But again, look at the words that he uses: eternal life. I give unto them. Again, the the word "give" references the gift. I give unto them eternal life, and they shall what? Never perish see those are the promises and you know again i I have many well I wouldn't say many I have several friends that that disagree with me on this i I, I there's a <clears throat> a pastor friend of mine that we spent a, a long conversation on this on this who is also assemblies of God and by, at the end of the, the culmination of our conversation was, he said, "Rick, to be perfectly honest, I hope you're right." I mean, that's that's that was his closing argument. I, I hope you're right. Oh, there there are there are multiple there there are multiple verses that that they use, but <clears throat> the the unfortunate problem is they at least from my understanding and I may be wrong and I, I probably am but my understanding is they get the the fellowship part of their communication with God confused with the salvation part you you follow me because i don't feel saved and 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 i'm gonna say something and i i know i'm on camera so i've got i'm trying I'm going to gonna be really careful the the whole assemblies of god movement is feelings based okay <laughs> i'm glad you said that not me but 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 it it the the, the whole thing is and not, and not every assemblies of God is, is like this, but the I would say the majority of them are. It is all based on emotion. So if I don't feel saved, then I, 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 I can't be saved. You, you follow my logic there. So it is, it is an incredibly sad way. But now let me say this. I have had them argue with me this point, and they have a legitimate point. Okay. So that means I as a Christian can go out and do anything I want and and have no consequences and I can just do what I want and I can live happily ever after, die and go to heaven. And the answer to that is, yeah, if you're stupid. Well, and, and see and see that's the that see those are some of that those are some deeper arguments. <clears throat> but that's their argument so so then if you if you can't lose your salvation i've i've had them say this to me if you can't lose your salvation then what is to keep you in check oh there's a yeah there's there's a lot to keep me in check it's called the spirit of god It's called consequences you know i mean there's a lot of things yeah prison So, again, I, again I, I hope you understand. I'm not trying to beat up on any, anybody. That, that's not my point. My point is, there are a lot of people in our world today that really believe that they can lose their salvation. And it is an incredibly sad way to live. Now, the way I think, this is the way I think. It should not open the door for me to go out and sin but it should open the door for me to go out and live right. If you love me, keep my commandments. So anyway, let's go to the next verse. Uh, By definition, eternal life can never end. Uh, It is yours forever. John chapter 5. Uh, Verse 24, let's see. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my words and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Uh, A gift is free, uh, and once it has been received, it cannot be taken back. Salvation is God's gift to us, that we possess for all of eternity, Romans chapter six. Oh,, that, uh, yeah, I didn't even read, okay, It's the verse I used earlier. Um, okay,, uh, look at John oh and John three sixteen we also also used earlier Okay, so your next blank here. Uh, our relationship is. Sure, uh, we uh, when we accept Christ, we are born again into the family of God. Once we become a child of God, we remain His child for all of eternity. There is nothing we can do to uh, cause God to disown us. Look at John chapter six and verse thirty-seven. <clears throat> Is that right there is no John six thirty seven. oh I'm in Romans <laughs> I was I was in Romans okay I'm sorry I thought we were back in anyway whatever hey be nice <laughs> huh no no I, I I was in Romans I was in the wrong book all right um, uh, John chapter six in verse thirty seven All that the Father giveth he shall uh, um, come to me, and him that cometh to me I in no wise cast out. so that that verse right there, Joe kind of goes to 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 your brother. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> next blank. Uh, we have a security deposit. I, I love this part. I love this part. I, we have a security deposit. Uh, like the earnest money, uh, you may be asked to put down when you get a loan to buy a house. So God has given us earnest to assure us that He is going to follow through on giving us a home in heaven. Second Corinthians, turn over second Corinthians. Chapter one, verse twenty two, who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Uh, Second Corinthians, Chapter five, and verse five. Now he that hath wrought us for uh, the self same thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. So, <clears throat> when you when you buy a house, what what is the your, the first thing a realtor says? You have to you have to put down a deposit, an earnest money. Why why do you have to do that? To show that you're serious, and that, and and to show that you're going to follow through on what you promised to do, Melanie, Melanie and I, when we were first married, the first we the first home that we tried to buy, uh, we went and looked at it. It was a for sale by owner, and <clears throat> we put down earnest money on on the house. And the appraisal came back. And said that the house was not worth what they were asking, so we backed out of the deal. And guess what we lost. We lost our earnest money. Now, a a, a, a no, not a realtor, but a, a person who a, a person of integrity would have given it back to us but the, the point is we lost our earnest money. why because because we changed our minds. Now we changed our minds based on something legitimate but it doesn't matter. we changed our, we lost it. we had nothing we had no no say. On it. So God, I'll look over to Ephesians <clears throat> Ephesians chapter one verses thirteen and fourteen in whom Uh, Ye also trusted after that uh, ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believe ye were sealed with the Holy Ghost of promise, uh, which is the earnest of our inheritance. Again, see the word inheritance there. Going back to the adoption principle. Uh, Until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. So there again, we have uh, that. So let's do the next two blanks and then we'll stop for tonight. Um, The Holy Spirit will never leave you. You are sealed by him. Uh, So can you lose your salvation? No. A thousand times no. I I like the way he says that, a thousand times no. So we're going to stop there because of the business meeting. And um, uh, so let's see.